When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We are nine days away from the NBA trade deadline, and you're watching Mavericks Today by Chat Sports. He's Jeffrey Cooperstein. I am Harrison Graham. We got to talk about this game last night, Coop. We're oh, going to yeah. get to some other stuff, kind of the Mavs roster outlook before the deadline, how things shake out. But my goodness, this was a wild one. I mean, they were down 77 to 61 at halftime. I literally text you, I'm like, 77 effing points? Yeah. I mean, what is this team doing It was doing ridiculous. Right and they shot 60% in the first half, and they were down 60. When you score 60-plus at halftime and are down by double digits, much less 16, that's a joke. That's just the modern-day NBA. But, hey, they had a hell of a third quarter. I think they held the Magic to just 12 points in the third quarter. Uh, Jason Kidd went to a zone defense there to start the second half, and it really flustered the Magic. And But let's, let's not get it twisted. We all know the reason they won this game. The guy on the screen right yeah. here. 45, 9, and 15. He's, for the second time in his career, had a 45 and 15 game. He's done it in the last five weeks. Only NBA player, or only player in NBA history with multiple 45 and 15. And he's done it in a five-week period here. I mean, the guy's setting records like every other night, it seems like. Uh, he, he was sensational. Got to give Tim Hardaway his flowers. He, he had another one of those heater games. He had kind of been in like a mini slump the last few games. Yep. And, uh he kind of does that, right? Like, he'll go in these little funks for two or three games, and then he'll just drop 30-plus. I mean, he had the 41-point game on MLK Day, uh, drops 36 here. Uh, they needed all 36 of them because it wasn't – Luca wasn't – this wasn't going to be a 73-point no, Luca. it was not. So he needed only 45. Someone, he needed only 45 and 15. You know, uh, who, who's counting here? But but he needed someone to run with him. Last yeah, night. when Kyrie's out, he's missed his fourth straight game. I would be surprised if he played tomorrow night as well, so that would make it five. They need someone to step up and be that second scorer, and Tim has done it basically this entire stretch here. He's been awesome. Like you said, he was he was cold for a couple of games, but other than that, I mean, he's been really good for this team this year. And yeah, he's had kinda, a good year. Kind of after all the trade rumors in the offseason about Mavericks need to move and whatnot, he's kind of answered those and then some. And by far for Jaden Hardy, his best game of the year. I mean, I, up to this point, I would argue that he was more impactful last year. For sure. Uh, but 20-7 and seven on 8-9 and nine shooting, I don't think anyone expects him to do that all the time. But, like, there's no reason that he can't be a guy that averages 10 points a game off the bench. Absolutely, like, yeah. He, we were t- remember when we, we were talking about him being the sixth man coming into this year. And- uh, well, because I assumed that Tim was going to get traded, and I thought Hardy was going to assume that role as sixth man. But I, look, he's been a good the last couple of games. 
He's really starting to be aggressive on the offensive end, which is something he really hasn't been this he season He needs at all. to be. I mean, that's he, he's a scorer. And I, the seven-assist thing is intriguing to me. I mean, I, Absolutely. If he can do more of that where he's dishing a little bit, like he's not going to average seven dimes, but he can give you two or three a night. I mean. He can be a piece for this team, man. I know his name's going to be involved in a lot of trade rumors over the next week or so, but I think he can be a piece for this team. Uh, whether it's to go get a bigger player or whether it's to be involved in Jason Kidd's rotation going forward. Well, I if, think. if nothing else, you want him to play well for the next week. Because no doubt. you want that trade value to go up if you do go make a splash. So that was good to see. And D-Live, shout out to D-Live. You just did a short on this. Yes. Named to the Rising Stars uh, game. Congratulations uh, to D-Live. Congrats to him. I mean, one of his better games. Also 8 of 9, 20 and 11. I mean. And he got whacked in the face. Yeah. Wendell Carter inadvertently more or less punched him in the face. And he... Uh, he was bleeding all over. Wendell ended up getting a flagrant one. No harm, no foul. I think Carter tweeted after the game at him and told him my bad and lively said it's all good. So no bad, no bad blood there, but this team continues to just need Derek Lively in every game. I think he played 40 minutes last night as well. So <laughs> He's been tremendous, man. I mean, you can't say enough good things. Like, he's an all-rookie type of player. Man. There's no doubt about it. The only problem is, is that the other rookies I, in his position are Chet and Victor. Yeah, I mean, that's why I say I said caliber, but, yes. like, he's more than worthy of being at the Rising Stars Challenge, whatever they're calling it these days. So, I think future All-Star is definitely a possibility for him. Yeah. So, uh, and look, we continue to talk about when he's not out there, it, it, it shows. It's bad. So, it's uh, good. To, Dwight Powell was wearing goggles last night because he has an issue with his eye and he likes to get hit in the face a lot. And then Lively gets hit in the face last night, so. Goggles lively. It, it continues. Maybe maybe mask lively. It could be tomorrow. Mask lively. So we'll see what happens. They have a big game against Minnesota tomorrow. So if uh, you go mask lively, do you tuck the hair like under the mask? Some? Uh, no. Hair would go around the mask. I believe. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it goes around. I'm intrigued by mask lively look, but uh, he was tremendous. And uh, I, I I just wanted to throw it back to Luca here. Yeah, for this a stretch for Luca has been unbelievable. I mean, look at this. 73 points, 10 boards, 7 assists, 28, 10, and 17 in a loss, mind you, on the second night of a back-to-back in 46 minutes. <laughs> 43 minutes last night, 45, 9, and 15. I mean, this – and he didn't win Western Conference Player of the Week, by the way. That's a joke. <laughs> it was Devin Booker. It's insane to me. I just worry, like – I know he's having to play more because Kyrie's out right now, but like – Well, you, you read my mind because I, this is kind of where I wanted to throw this discussion to. He can't keep playing yeah. this many. It's just too much. Like, I look, he's clearly better than James Harden. I'm not making the comp. But we saw this in Houston where Absolutely. he would play these crazy minutes and then he'd be gassed by the playoffs. No, now, no. I know Luca two years ago, he was awesome throughout the playoffs. I get all that. But, like, it's just not – it's not even just about this. Show. Like, it's not a sustainable career model where you're playing 40-plus a night and – it's not just that he's playing the minutes. It's that he's playing the minutes and the usage rate yeah, is just he's off the charts. Like, he, the, everything runs this guy. Oh, and by the way, he's still your best rebounder, basically. So <laughs> he like, is. It's, just, it's too much. They need Kyrie to get back soon, man. And God knows when he's going to be back. Call and... me crazy. His first game back, just sit, Luca. Like, give him a no- <laughs> I'm, I'm not serious. opposed, like, honestly. I know they need to play together because they have not done none of that now, in the year and a half they've played together. But here's still. actually what I would do if I were Luca. I would just not go to the All-Star game. I would go to Mexico for a yeah, week. Go to Cabo. It, take whatever fine the NBA gives you, whatever it is, yeah. you can afford it. I, he needs some sort of rest, and hopefully he can get it soon with Kyrie back. I do, like I said, I don't expect Kyrie to play tomorrow night, but hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. Yeah, I remember when uh, he was going to play through that injury and uh... – 
Kyrie himself said he was going to play through the injury, and now he's about to miss five straight games. Not to be. If you love what Luca and the Mavs are doing right now, especially Luca, hit that like button. How can you not? I mean, I, I just can't get over the 73 points. <laughs> the 73 was, and they almost lost. I, I t- they needed 68 of those 73. It's it was insane. I tweeted this. It was one of the great. It was the greatest individual performance I've ever watched live. I wasn't in person for it, but it was just ridiculous. Help us get to 200 likes on today's show. If you like what Luca's doing for the Mavericks, hit that thumbs up icon. Pump up the right likes. Now. Pump up the likes. All right, more to get into here in just a little bit, but uh, we do have Price Picks as our sponsor. Listen, Daily Fantasy made easy. You're not playing against pros, you're not playing against sharks. It's just you versus the stat projections. You can play NBA, you can do college basketball, you can cross over sports with your picks. You can also get going on Super Bowl Sunday here in about 12 days. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, they got a little gimme Mavs for fan. you uh, to hit the – yeah, Mavs fan as well. Uh, hit the more on the passing there. It's a gimme, half a yard, obviously. Isaiah Pacheco has been a touchdown machine this year. I like him to find the end zone. Devo Samuel does, is a great player, but the Chiefs defend receivers really well at those corners, but they don't always defend running backs well out of the backfield. I like Christian McCaffrey to have a big game. Uh, receiving the football. Pricepix.com slash CLNS. Use the code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. Put down $10, they'll match it. $10, $50, they'll match it. $50, $100, they'll match it. Uh, join comedian Andrew Schultz, rapper Meek Mill, and several other celebrities as well. Pricepix, link is in the comments and in the description. All right, Coop, uh, we're not really talking about specific trade rumors today, but just kind of an overarching look at where things sit, uh, will the Mavs make a trade nine days away till that deadline? And I do think you and I are in agreement that if a trade does not occur, there's a clear ceiling. Like, I think the absolute best case scenario is probably the second round. Yeah, I would say so without as well. A trade. If they don't get an impact guy here in the next ten, in the next nine ten days at the trade deadline, or even in the buyout market, I don't see this team going further than the second round. Yeah. Um, Today, I just kind of wanted to break down kind of like the tiers that this roster is in right now. So let's start with the untouchables. I think these are your three. These are the guys that will not be moved under any circumstance. Yeah. Obviously, Luca. I think Kyrie is obviously still in that category. And Derek Lively is in that category for me as well, given his Well, Kyrie's in it too because, A, it's not that no teams would want him. But if you traded him, you're not getting an upgrade. Like, exactly. His value isn't high enough where you can upgrade there. So you're not trading him. And then – um. Derek, I, I, I mean, unless the Sixers decided to trade Joel Embiid. <laughs> right. But, like, yeah, he's he's untouchable based on what you can get. So, uh, I com- in, in complete agreement with that assessment. And then these are the guys who I view as key pieces. They're not untouchable, but the Mavs would need a pretty big haul in order to part with these guys at this point in time, given how important they are to the team. Yeah. Uh, Dante Axum and Derek Jones, two absolutely great free agent signings for the Mavericks. Um, both of them are kind of struggling with injuries right now, and they're in and out of the lineup, but they've been really important. What makes them so valuable is just how how little they cost for what exactly. they produce. They're so like, if you're if you're trading them, like, I mean, you either got to get some like pick compensation to then flip for another trade, or that it has to be a part of like players like an all star almost. And that's Absolutely. definitely true with Tim. Like at this point, we've been hard on Tim in the past, but like. He, He's too important if, to the If you team trade right now. him, I think it has to be for an all-star. 
Absolutely. Uh, he's, you know, he's so. simply too important to this team right now and what they're doing, especially with Kyrie Irving out. Tim is the is the guy that has stepped up time and, then, and time again. Yeah, then Omax, he isn't necessarily critical to what this team is going to do this year, he, but in terms of valuable asset, he he falls into this category. Like You're not just going to dump him for nothing exactly. 50 I, games into his career. And I do still think he's a critical piece in the future. I have full belief in Omax as a player. He's just not quite there yet. The and tools I think, are there. Yes, absolutely. And they'll keep developing him in the G League this year, and I think he will be a key part of this team uh, in the future at least. Tradables, uh, Grant Williams, good sign. He's pl been playing better last playing couple better, of games. No doubt. So certainly not to what you know you're hoping for consistently, but maybe at least to the point where you could flip him. Uh, Jaden Hardy, same deal. He's playing better. Um, I still love his potential, but I, you'd have to be willing to flip him for for a clear rotation piece. Uh, Josh Green, kind of same deal, just on a higher level. Like he's a solid rotation player, but like if you can upgrade, I think you do. And then. Seth Curry, he's probably more in that, like, salary filler type of mold. Yeah. But, you know, there might be a team that views him as a valuable sniper off the bench. He just, with the positional backload and inconsistent play out of him, he just has not really found a rotation spot here. Yeah, I think if the Mavs are, are to make a deal at the deadline, I think it's going to involve one of these four guys. More so likely the top three. Like you said, Seth Curry is probably more of a salary matcher at this point. But... I think Grant Williams and Josh Green still do have value throughout the league, as well as Jaden Hardy, because, I mean, look, we saw he can he can score in a hurry, and a lot well, of teams are looking for scoring. He's cheap, too. Like, there's a lot of value there with uh, what bringing him on board does. Uh, we mentioned Seth Curry's potential salary guy. Definitely applies to uh, these guys, especially like a Rashawn Holmes. Uh, but even Kleba and Powell. I mean, Kleba, we talked about off-camera, like, He's not thick enough to be a center, and he's too slow to play four. So it's like the brothers cooked. He, too many injuries, man. It's yeah. a shame too no, because it, like he was a damn good player for this team for a while, yeah. and they just, signed him to that extension thinking he was going to be that guy. Ended up getting hurt last year and really hasn't recovered. Rashawn Holmes is absolutely cooked. We know that yeah. he has, I believe, a player option for next year, which I would assume he picks up. And oh yeah, we know Dwight Powell's Dwight Powell. So that's all yeah. I say. Look, I mean Dwight Powell like. Dwight Powell is a great number three center. That's what he is. But he's he has to be the backup here, and that's if, a problem. If the, if the difference between getting a trade done was $4 million and Dwight Powell was the guy they wanted, absolutely. the Mavs are throwing him in there. Yeah. Hopefully. I say hopefully. I, I would think so. Um, and then this is like the two-way slash who cares. Markeith Morris is the new Theo Pinson. He just at least can play a He's for tick. the vibes. He can play a tick if you absolutely need him. Uh, actually, the few times Lawson's played, he's actually been all right. I think A.J. Lawson has a little something to he him. Could, he could be a guy, Coop, that, like, if there's some major shakeup at the deadline, like, where he, like, finds himself some more minutes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, like, I can see that for Like, sure. if there's a volume trade where you bring in one guy and ship out two or three, like, he could be a guy that gives you more minutes. And Jason Kidd has shown shown that he will play A.J. Lawson in certain games when the Mavs are shorthanded. He's been in the rotation early and often in games before. I'm not exactly sure how many more games he's eligible to play because you have the 50 maximum on the two-way deals, but I like A.J. Lawson, and I actually do think he has some value of these four. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, what do you guys think? Will the Mavericks make a trade before the deadline, yes or no? I do think they will. Now, it could be as little as, like, some, you know, $5 million guy off right. the bench, but the Mavericks are typically pretty active, Coop, like – I, I, if I had to guess, 72% uh, chance they make a trade. 
Yeah, I would think I think they're gonna make a trade as well. If I amended this and said, are they gonna make a major trade? I would probably say no, but yeah. I do think they will make some sort of move, whether how minor it'll be remains to be seen. And if they don't make a trade, they will do something in the buyout market. Like there will be a new player oh, yeah. on this team within a week of the trade deadline. I love a Gordon Hayward to the Mavericks oh. rumor on a NBA trade deadline. I'm day. in. I'm in. I'm in on that. Let's make it happen. All right, uh, he's Coop. I'm Harrison. Shout out to Luca. The guy's been tearing it Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. Uh, we will catch you guys up on every rumor that circulates between now and the trade deadline. So don't forget to subscribe and turn on those notifications. We'll see you guys very soon. Go Mavs.